0: FG Private Wealth Management LLC is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. The topics and information discussed during this podcast are not intended to provide tax or legal advice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed on this podcast. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. Insurance products and services are offered and sold through individually
1: licensed and appointed insurance agents. The rules of retirement have changed. No longer can most of us rely on Social Security or a single pension to fund our futures. We're living longer and retirement doesn't just last a handful of years anymore. Instead, you might stay retired for 20 or 30 years and maybe even more. We need to look at retirement through a new lens with fresh eyes, with a new approach and plan of attack. Here to answer the call are financial advisors John Texera and Nick McDevitt of PFG Private Wealth Management serving you throughout the Tampa Bay area. This podcast is Retirement Planning Redefined and it starts right now. Hey everybody, welcome
0: into the podcast. It's Retirement Planning Redefined with John and Nick from PFG Private Wealth hanging out with me to talk about this being not our father's retirement now. That's our podcast topic this week. Uh, not your father's, not our father's, whatever you want to say. We're going to go into this conversation about how things are so much different than just even just 20 years ago when it comes to retirement and some things to think about before we walk away from that paycheck. And there's a lot that's obviously changed. And obviously, we're seeing a lot of turmoil uh, coming off of COVID and things of that nature. So there's a lot of good topical stuff in here for us to discuss. But let's jump in and say hi to the guys first. Nick, what's going on, buddy? How are you?
2: Doing pretty well. Staying busy.
0: Staying busy? Well, that's always good. John, how are you, my friend? Last time we talked, you were having some troubles with the kids, everybody not sleeping and things like that. You doing better?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. For the most part, actually, we, I don't know if uh, I've mentioned it. We we got them to share a room, which has helped their uh, their sleeping habits oh, nice. a little bit. Yeah. Um, so you know, we've been sleeping through the night. So it's been a uh, been a few years, my friend, <laughs> of, <laughs> of consistent nights of sleeping. And, uh, <laughs> there you go. Start to feel starting to feel pretty good again. So yeah, I like
0: that. Well, very good. So yeah, you never know what's gonna make make the trigger there. So I'm glad to hear that. Uh, do you guys remember these commercials? I'm a little bit older than you, but I know a lot of our listeners might remember these as well. If you guys don't, but back uh, oh God, maybe late '70s, early '80s, Oldsmobile was trying to rebrand and make the Oldsmobile a little bit cooler, and so they had these commercials. They were called, and, and they would always say things like, "It's not your father's Oldsmobile." Do you guys remember those at all?
2: I do, actually.
0: Yeah. And so they would try to rebrand it that way. So that's kind of the, the idea I had for today's conversation. It's it's not our father's retirement. Uh, my dad retired in 93. He passed away in 96. So he didn't have a very long retirement. But even just the principles and some of the things are completely different um, you know, here 30 years later. So let's talk about a couple of these things and how the world's changed and how really planning has also changed and what you guys do and, and what folks need to consider when they get Closer to retirement, one step is first of all, the concept of retirement is not actually that old. you know a hundred years ago you didn 't retire, you worked until you dropped right so yeah. really retirement 's only kind of been around since the uh, the idea of it really since the late 30s 40s 50s 60s, so on and so forth, and it was a kind of this thing where you got to sixty five you retired, you were done, maybe you sat on the front porch and did little. But nowadays, more and more people work beyond sixty five they want to not just have to they want to. And that's okay, right? There's nothing wrong with that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would definitely. You know, we see that in our office here. Uh, Bob Perry's seventy six, seventy seven. He's still uh, he's still working. We kind of joke that his wife won't let him retire, but uh, but he really enjoys uh, coming in and uh, you know the environment here and you know just you know just kind of being with everyone. It kind of gives him stuff to do, and he he provides a lot of insight for us as well. So it's it's great to have him around. So I I could see where you know in his situation or, or other people's if they're if they're somewhere they enjoy you know what what's kind of the point of retirement retiring if you enjoy it
0: right exactly and not only that you know nick but a lot of times people you know they again they just want to do some other things and maybe you don't need like the full job income like you used to have the big career but maybe you do need a little extra money to help with the plan or something but it's just a way to kind of you know have some fun and maybe make a little extra scratch along the side
2: yeah, I think ultimately what happens is that, you know, almost like one analogy to, to kind of think about, you know, you see things like, so football players, baseball players, et cetera, where, you know, here you have people that retire early, you know, they they maybe have a career five to 10, maybe 15 years. And, and obviously their situation is a little bit different from a perspective of maybe the money that they're retiring with and the bandwidth they have, you know, throughout the time between retirement and their life expectancy however right. there's there's probably a little bit more similarities than people realize where you know ultimately when you see interviews with people like that, you know you, the things that you hear about that you hear them talk about are missing you know the structure missing the camaraderie of you know coworkers slash teammates sure. you know those yeah. sorts of things so so there's actually a lot of similarities and it's almost like um, you know keeping that sort of structure and so, you know, kind of help keep mind, mind sharp, keep people engaged. You know, we definitely see patterns from the perspective of, there are some people that, you know, they, they do a great job of having hobbies and, you know, they know that when they retire, they've got a list of things that they want to do, whether it's travel, whether it's hobbies, whether it's a small sort of business. And then you have people that, you know, really struggle. And I was having this conversation actually with my parents this weekend. My dad is a retired fireman, but he's been uh, working he at his own kind of small business for the last, you know, maybe 15 years. Cause so he retired as a fireman really early. My mom's a nurse. She, she kind of works a couple of days a week now, but she's looking to slow down. And, you know, one of the, th- my dad was talking about a friend of his, that's maybe like 10 years older that, that still doesn't work because he doesn't, you know, he can't just sit around. He's got to stay busy. And my dad was like, well, you know, he needs some hobbies. And I, and I said, no, I was like, you need some hobbies. Like you don't have any hobbies. And he kind of looked at me like, I would never really thought about that before. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, you know, and we've had different conversations, but the point that I'm trying to make is a lot of times, you know, we look at other people, we look at other situations and we don't, you know, we, we perceive ourselves in, in, in a different way. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, Sometimes just taking that self inventory and asking ourselves these sorts of questions, it really you know is important because there's m- many more similarities that, that we realize. So yeah, so we've yeah. kind of tasked my nieces who are younger to help you know start coming up with some hobbies for my grandpa or for my father, their grandfather, to keep them uh, sharp and engaged. So.
0: Well, I I think we kind of went through this cycle, like I mentioned earlier, you know, a hundred years ago, you just worked until you dropped. And and then we said, oh, we can do this thing called retirement. And then people started retiring and sitting around and doing nothing. And then you kind of wither away that way, too. So I think we've now started to learn over this past hundred years. That okay, it's got to be a bit of both. You you work really hard. You get to retirement. You hit retirement, uh, but you still need to be active. You still need to do things and have things that interest you. Uh, you know, if you want to just sit on the front porch and make you know wicker baskets, then that's great. Do that if that's what you want. But more and more people real, are real quick,
1: doing that. Nick loves making wicker baskets. Does he
0: really? Are you totally? Are you? I, I got to get one now. I need a, I need a custom wicker basket.
1: Yeah. Uh no
2: wicker baskets. Oh
0: man. Just crushed my dreams right there. But anyway, I think that's a I think that's a really great point is having something to retire to. Now, the next point on this, guys, is being retired, it it can be more expensive nowadays than working. So, you know, we we used to see that kind of um, you know, hey, twenty percent less is what you need in retirement. Well, that might not be the case now, and we've just been having conversations as well about inflation and stuff. So it can be quite expensive to retire if you're not careful.
2: It absolutely can, you know, especially depending upon where you live uh, from the perspective of the sort of things that that you may be kind of looking to to get into or or do. I live in a a downtown area here in St. Pete and, you know, I absolutely see how, you know, anybody that lives in the space, all, all you have to do is walk down the street to grab a coffee, to grab a lunch, you know, and depending upon your lifestyle, it can absolutely, you've just got more time on your hands to do the things that you want to do. So, so why, why wouldn't it be, you know, more expensive if you are just doing these things more often, more frequently. So mm-hmm. it can definitely be the case. And that's even from a discretionary standpoint, let alone healthcare costs and the, all the things that people do to stay healthier, stay more engaged, you know, live longer, all, all those sorts of things. So, and ultimately, you know, one of the things that we kind of have, you know, we'll we have conversations with people. You know, sometimes people come in with an open mind, thinking like, "Hey, you know, this might be happen. I may, I may spend more money." Other times, we have people that you know, it's like they're absolutely convinced. No, I'm going to spend you know fifty percent, sixty percent of what I spent before. And you know, sometimes the question to them is like, "Why? Why would you? You know, is that what you want to do, or is this mm-hmm. just something that you you know read? Because I would, I would guess, ultimately, you want to enjoy." what you've saved up for and worked hard for. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, at what point in your life, you know, or maybe even in the last 30 years, you know, one of the questions, I ask, at what point in the last 30 years, have you lived only for needs? And, you know, realistically here, you know, uh, in the U.S., that's, you know, for most people, that's, you know, not too common. Ultimately, we live for the things that we want. We enjoy the times that we want to spend with other, you know, all those sorts of things. So, So that's an important sort of conversation to have.
0: No, I definitely agree with you there. John, retirees are facing more problems than ever too. Well, societally, we're all facing more problems than ever before. Social media, so on and so forth, just the inundation of information. But longevity, I, I think maybe longevity, guys, might be a key to this whole conversation today because it magnifies all of these things. And that's certainly going to be the case when juggling more problems because we're living longer, so much longer. The body's able to kind of we're we're figuring out lots of great ways to keep the body going, but sometimes, you know, we're having some definitely some difficulties when it comes to the mental side, dementia's on the rise, things of that nature. And that gets pretty costly.
1: Yeah, yeah. Previously we talked about retirement changing. You know, people had pensions which lasted for their life. And the shift has been, you know, away from pensions to putting the responsibility on the individual where now they have, you know, just basically savings, whether it's cash or, you know, investments or whatever. But now you need to be very Cautious. We're going to be very, very careful that that's going to last you thirty plus years, and that's why it's important to have the plan to make sure that you know your money is going to last throughout retirement, which is really the biggest concern for retirees. Um, you know, some other things we've seen popping up uh, more recently, and and uh, we've just dealt with this with a client where you know they were. Uh, you know their aging parents. They were providing you know financial assistance for their parents in um, you know assisted living facilities and things like that, or having helpers. You know, so I have one client where they were assisting their their parents, you know, with that. So it was they were they weren't really going on vacation and enjoying their time. And then you know the uh, parent passed away, and then with everything that's happened recently, their son lost a job, and then they were not helping out their son as far as. Um, you know, with expenses. So it's kind of a double whammy for them is that they can't really, you know, truly enjoy the retirement because they're helping family members out, which again, no one plans for this. Um, You just kind of happen in this situation, but it's something that you always want to kind of keep track of.
2: Yeah. That's kind of that, you know, sandwich generation that they talk about a little bit. And it was really kind of started coming to the forefront back during the recession, 08, 09, 10, where there was a lot of you know a lot of kids coming out of college couldn't get jobs. Parents aging, you know, all these sorts of things. So I would say baby boomers definitely have their hands full with all the different things that they have to juggle. And so, kind of having the peace of mind of, of having that plan in place and understanding how their money is going to work in retirement is, uh, you know, more important than ever.
0: Yeah. Well, and like I said, longevity is probably the key to this whole conversation. So we have to self fund, right? We don't have pensions now. Well. Not many do, right? So uh, I was thinking something like 15% or less of the population has pensions. It's an interesting statistic. But we're talking 30, 40 years. I was just chatting with somebody yesterday, guys, who they're 72, and their mom and dad both are still alive. They're in their 90s, uh, and they're also dealing with helping their 40-year-old children. You know, So there's, (laughs) there's a lot in this to unpack.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, we see it all the time. Uh, we see it all the time and it can be pretty stressful. And, you know, a lot of times what we'll try to do and go through with people. And and this even ties into some other previous podcasts, you know, that we'll have from the perspective of, Hey, you know, my kids are looking to buy a house. I want to give them money for a down payment. And we'll talk about things like, all right, well, where does that money have to come from? How does it impact your overall plan? So we try to walk it through and we try you know we kind of joke where we try not to be the the money police and tell people what they can and can't do, but we just help them understand the impact of, of their decisions and and trying to make sure that they you know do it from a perspective of kind of viewing their retirement first and making sure that they're okay because they also you know don't want to be a burden down the line for their kids, so it can be a, a really slippery slope and You know, making sure that uh, the decisions that are made kind of along the way position them to be able to help. But it can be, you know, it can be difficult, especially like you said, planning for that 30, 40 year retirement.
0: Yeah, definitely. You know, and it's a situation where we're just going to continue to see more of it. So having a good strategy, having a good plan. Uh, is going to be paramount to getting through all these hurdles and things that we've got going on. Because uh, I imagine, you know, at the end of the day, nobody comes in and says, hey, I'd like to have, you know, less of a lifestyle than I have now in retirement. No one wants to go backwards. So <laughs> you want to make sure that you are having those conversations to move yourself forward and or at least maintain uh, into retirement. So that's our topic this week. So it, it's definitely we all know things are different than they were 20 or 30 years ago. But when you really start dissecting it, especially from a financial standpoint, uh, there's just a lot to unpack so sit down have a conversation if you're not already uh, with a team that can help you like the team at PFG Private Wealth John and Nick and the whole team there so get on the counter reach out to them 813-286-7776 if you've got some questions or concerns reach out uh, on the website if you'd like to as well pfgprivatewealth.com that's PFG Private Wealth. Dot com. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. Retirement planning redefined on your smartphone there. If you've got an Apple phone, for example, Apple podcast is already on your phone. You can just open up that app and type in retirement planning redefined and subscribe that way or Google or whatever platform you use. Most of that stuff's already pre-installed on your phones anyway, but you can find it all at pfgprivatewealth.com. Guys, thanks for hanging out with me this week. I appreciate it. John, um, I'm bummed that he's not going to make me a wicker basket.
1: <laughs> i've been trying yeah. to get one he won't yeah.
2: do it i'm uh I'm, I'm not the creative type
0: not the creative type all right guys well thanks for hanging out again i appreciate it i'll see you next time john take care buddy have a good one we'll see you later nick take care have yourself a good week all right you too take care we'll talk to you next time here on retirement planning redefined with john and nick from pfg private wealth